and welcome to Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with me, Leo, and Emily. Hello! Each episode, we will tell you a story from around the world, and we will give you a fun activity to do at home. So, thank you to everyone who is listening every week. We've got some amazing story fans out there, and we've had some more wonderful reviews for the podcast. And they're truly motivating us and keeping us going. So thank you for those. If you haven't left a review yet, we'd love to have one from you. And remember to keep sharing your activities in the Dragonfly Tales podcast group on Facebook. Yes, great. And we've got loads and loads and loads of shout outs this week. Are you ready, Leo? Okay, let's go for it. Here we go. Firstly, we have Marnie and Eve in Haringey. Hi, Marnie. Hi, Marnie. Hi, Hi Eve. Eve. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Next, we have Eugenie and Sophia in Maida Vale. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Also, a big hello to Arlo and Iris in Stoke Newington. Hey, Stokey fans. Stokey Hi, fans. Arlo. Hi, Hi, Iris. Next, we have a shout-out for Ada, who is five. Hi, Ada. Hi, Ada. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And also, a big shout-out to the Friday crew. Ezra, Belle, Frida, Indigo and Amos. Hey, Friday crew. Hey, guys. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. And we've got even more shout-outs, haven't we, Leo? Yeah. So who's next? A big shout-out to Neve, who is nine, Holly, who is ten, and Kira, Who's seven? Hi, guys. Hi guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. In fact, can I do a big shout out to St. Joan of Arc's Primary School? You guys absolutely rock, and I can't wait to come back and tell you some more stories. Hi, St. Joan of Arc. Hi, guys. We also have a shout out to Amara, who is our lovely neighbour and new listener. Hi, Amara. Hi, Amara. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Also, a big shout out. To Elena and Arlo in Tottenham. Hi guys. Hi, guys. Hi Elena. Hi thanks, Arlo. Thanks for listening. And finally, guten tag to Jörg and Lily in Germany. Hey Jörg. Hey, hey Lily. Hey Lily. Guten tag. Guten tag. Wow, we made it to Germany. We did. Whoa, now that was loads of shout outs this week. But we love it, don't we Leo? Yeah. And remember, if you would like a shout-out, all you have to do is send us a message in the Facebook group telling us your name, your age and where you are in the world. So, Emily, what's the story today? Well, today, Leo, our story comes from a very famous collection, the Arabian Nights. They were told by an incredible storyteller and her name was Scheherazade. I've heard of her. Didn't she marry an evil king? This king was so nasty that he would have his wives killed after just one night of marriage. That's awful. But Scheherazade was so clever and such an enchanting storyteller that she told him a story every night until the sun came up and she didn't tell him the ending of each story until the next night. If he wanted to know how the story ended, he had to keep her alive. Exactly. The storytelling saved her life each night. 
And do you know how many nights she told the king a story? No. One thousand and one. Hang on. That's nearly three years. Incredible, huh? What happened when she stopped? Did he kill her? Well, after listening to her wise and wonderful stories every night for a thousand and one nights, do you think he would want to kill her? Hopefully her storytelling would have changed his mind. I guess you'll just have to read the Arabian Nights to find out. And today I'm going to tell you just one story from this famous collection. So how do you think we should start today's story, Leo? Well, I think we should start long, long ago in Arabia. Excellent. Long, long ago in Arabia, there once lived a poor fisherman. Every day he would go down to the beach and cast his net into the sparkling blue sea to catch fish for his family. And most days he came back with fish. But one day, when the sun was beating down on the golden sand and the waves rolled endlessly, the fisherman found he couldn't catch any fish. He was having no luck at all. The first time, he threw his net far out into the sea. Will you throw it in with me, Leo? Are you yep. ready? Here we go. One, two, three, whee! Splash! And then he pulled and hauled the net back in. Are we ready? Let's go. Pull, 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 pull. But instead of being full of wriggling silver fish, it was full of slimy green seaweed. Darn. Let's try again. OK. One, One two, two, three. Whee! Splash. OK. And get ready to pull and haul the net back in. Here we go. Pull, 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 pull. And this time, the net was full of broken pots. Seriously? Let's have one more go. OK, one more go. One, one two, three, whee! Splash! OK, let's pull the net back in. Here we go. Pull, 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 pull. And the third time, all there was in the net was a muddy old bottle with a sealed stopper. Oh, this is awful. What are his family going to eat tonight? He's caught no fish. Just a load of junk. Well, that's just what the fisherman was thinking. And he was about to throw the old bottle back into the sea when he felt it vibrate in his hands. That's strange. I'm pretty sure glass bottles don't vibrate. Me too. The fisherman looked at the bottle. I wonder what's inside, he thought. And he began to scrape away the wax seal. And he started to take out the stopper. He pulled and he pulled and he pulled until the stopper came out of the bottle with a pop. And then a wisp of smoke came curling out of the bottle. Whoa. It started to grow and grow and grow. The smoke began to swirl above his head in all the colours of the rainbow. It swirled and it curled into the shape of a huge face and an enormous body. 
and in seconds, a gigantic figure was towering over the cowering little fisherman. It's a genie! It's a genie! His head was the size of a hot air balloon, his mouth as big as a cave, and his hands were as big as trees. Free! Free! I am free! <laughs> the genie's voice boomed like thunder. Free at last, after thousands of years. Ah, it feels so good to be out of that bottle. Ah, now, let us see who has freed me. The genie looked down at the fisherman, who was kneeling on the sand. Oh, hello, mighty genie. Uh, it was I who freed you from your prison. What is my reward? The genie glared down at the fisherman. Reward? Reward? You shall have no reward, for I am going to kill you. <laughs> what? I shall cut you into cubes, skewer you, and put you on the barbecue. <laughs> I do like a barbecue, but not human barbecues. Yeah, gross. The genie drew a monstrous gleaming curved sword from his belt, swished it in the air, cutting a cloud into little pieces. Then he slowly brought the massive blade down and pointed the tip at the fisherman's terrified face. But... But I freed you. Oh, oh, please. Oh, mighty one, please don't kill me. Why do you want to kill me? The genie roared like a volcano erupting. Oh, stop your snivelling. Be silent. And I shall tell you why I am going to kill you. This is going to be interesting. Long, long ago, the great sultan, Suleiman the Magnificent, shut me up in that bottle as punishment for all my wicked magic. He squished me and squashed me into that glass bottle like a whale squeezed into an egg. And then he hurled me into the sea where I bobbed and spun and tossed century after century. All I could see was darkness. All I could hear was the sound of my own breathing. All I could feel were the glass walls of my prison. I feel a bit sorry for this genie. For the first thousand years, I screamed and screamed, Let me out! Let me out! Somebody let me out! If you let me out, I will give you all of Arabia! But no one heard me. For the next thousand years, I called and called, Let me out! Let me out! Somebody let me out! And I will grant you three wishes! That's more like it. But no one set me free. For the next thousand years, I grew angrier 
and angrier in my solitude. I thought to myself, if I ever get out of this blasted bottle, I am going to slay whoever lets me out, and then everybody else in the whole world! Wow, he's got anger issues. The fisherman couldn't believe it. But but the, the great Sultan Suleiman died almost 3,000 years ago. Precisely! Why do you think I'm so very, very angry? And he lifted his curved sword and slashed and slashed at another cloud, cutting it to ribbons. He stamped his feet and the earth shook and the sea boiled. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. I was about to kill you. Oh, no. Poor fisherman. But the fisherman wasn't kneeling down anymore. He was standing with his arms folded and staring up at the huge genie. And he was grinning. He's had an idea, hasn't he? I think so. The fisherman said, So, you're telling me that you came out of this little bottle? Oh, come on, genie. Stop messing around. Where did you really come from, eh? The genie roared. Silence, you you little worm. worm. Of course I came out of the bottle. And now now your your time time has has come. come. And he lifted the huge sword over his head, preparing to bring it down on the fisherman. Oh, no! The fisherman said, Oh, you must be joking. There's no way you came out of this little bottle. Look at you. You're huge and this bottle is tiny. Come on, genie, tell me the truth. You crept up on me from behind, didn't you? Yeah? The genie began to shake with rage. How dare you doubt me, you pathetic little cockroach? I was trapped in that terrible bottle for 3,000 years! The fisherman shook his head. Genie, didn't your mother tell you not to tell lies? I can see the size of the bottle and I can see the size of you. It's impossible. I couldn't even fit in this bottle. And the fisherman tried to put his big toe inside the bottle's neck. Look, see? The genie roared again and started banging on the sky with rage. I did come out of that bottle, you insignificant little worm. I did, I did, I did. Well then, said the fisherman, and he folded his arms again. Go on, show me. I bet you can't. Clever fisherman. The genie scowled at the fisherman, swished his sword and put it back in his belt. And then he began to disintegrate into multicoloured smoke. The smoke curled and swirled and spiralled down, 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 pouring back into the bottle. You see? Came a funny echoing voice from inside the bottle. I did come out of this bottle. 
And when all the smoke was back inside, quick as a flash, the fisherman picked up the stopper and jammed it back into the bottle. He pushed and he pushed with all his might until the bottle was well and truly stuck tight. Phew, that was close. Hey, you! Let me out of this bottle right now, you horrible little cockroach! No way, said the fisherman, you bad-tempered murderous genie. You can stay in there for another thousand years for all I care. No, please! I'll give you anything you want. How about three wishes, huh? You, you can have all of Arabia too. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, please, just, just open the bottle and let me out of here! But the fisherman raised the bottle, he leaned back and then he hurled the bottle as far out to sea as he could. Are you ready, Leo? Let's go. One, One two, two, three, wheeze! Splash! He listened, but all he could hear was the sound of the waves lapping on the shore. After that, the fisherman decided it was probably better if he found another place to fish. And he warned all his fellow fishermen not to fish in that area again, just in case one day they should catch a murderous genie trapped in an old glass bottle. Bye-bye, genie! The end. So, Leo, did you like that story? Yeah, I thought it was amazing. What was your favourite bit? My favourite bit was when the tiny voice came out of the bottle. That was so funny. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Now, every episode, after I tell the story, we have an activity for the listeners to do at home. So, Leo, have you got a fun activity for our listeners to do? Yes, I have. And because today's story was about a genie in a bottle... I thought it would be really great to make our own time capsule. Time capsule? That sounds cool. What's a time capsule? A time capsule is a container that's full of present-day items like photos, letters, cool objects and things about you. Cool. Then you hide it away for your future self to open. You can hide it for as long as you like. A year? Five? Maybe ten? There's no time limit. And the rules are all up to you. Sounds great. So what sort of container could you use? Shoe boxes and jars are great for hiding things indoors, while weather-resistant boxes or tins are best for the outdoors. You can label and decorate your container too. Oh, wow. And what sort of things could you put in a time capsule? You could put a tiny toy, maybe a letter to your future self, a certificate or medal you got, some photos of you and your family, a list of your favourite things, maybe? Well, anything about you, really. Then, many years from now, you can open your time capsule and glimpse a frozen moment of good times with your loved ones. Oh, that sounds fantastic, Leo. I think we should do that, definitely. And we'll post some pictures of our time capsule in the Facebook group. I'll put a link in the episode notes to our website, that helps you make your time capsule. And please remember to leave us a little review if you are enjoying our podcast. 
You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leo. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, may all your wishes come true. This story is from us to you. Bye! Dragonfly Tales podcast is brought to you by Tales from the Dragonfly. Come and follow our Facebook page, Tales from the Dragonfly. Find us on Instagram, at mdragontales, and on Twitter, at Tales from the DR1.